Welcome to Podcast 2187. Enjoy the show. And don't forget to submit your blaster for inspection. Welcome to Podcast 2187, and we are back with Jared, Mark, me, and I'm just going to assume that we're all doing great. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I have a stuffed up nose, and it's like stupid hot, and they're pouring, to- uh, pouring tar. I was going to say pour, a pouring tour. I was going to switch the vowels. Uh, they're pouring tar in a building behind me because they just uh, built this great apartment complex. It's like really nice, way better than the one I'm in. Uh, but they're laying blacktop for their parking lot. And I couldn't figure out what that awful smell was the last like three or four days. But it's molten uh, tar that I'm breathing in. So, well, at least uh, with the no situation, you don't smell it as well as you could. Yeah, that's true. It's not like it still makes me lightheaded all the time, but I don't know. But I don't. I don't. It's not quite as bad a smell with the stuffed up nose. Right. So that's good. Well, I think I was right when I said it's great for everybody. Then, right? Absolutely. Uh, how are you doing, Mark? <laughs> are you doing okay? I'm good. I'm, I'd say I'm hot as well. I, we we can't handle we can handle the humidity. Uh, we can, we can handle the heat. We can't handle the humidity. Apparently, you guys can't get any sentences out. Hey, you try. Uh, doing it when we're not used to this, this mugginess. You live in like a swampy area. You're used to it. We're, we're like, this is, we're thrown off by this. We oh, live in paradise. We don't, we're not used to it. Sure. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I, I could make some responses, but I'll just go with that. Uh, there are a couple things that are going to be worth talking about tonight. And probably the biggest one, that, like the, the good one to start with, is no, that what? Not necessarily. Not necessarily, but go ahead. Okay, um, <laughs> on Thursday was it Thursday? I don't know, Tim. The announcement? Yeah, either that or Friday. It's one of those two days. Okay, so recently, um, they did announce the cast for Star Wars Episode Nine. Um, I guess we can just kind of run through that. Most of it is what you would expect, of course, with Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver, all that. Um, Billy D. Williams was in there. I know we have previously discussed that as well. Um, and the, the big, I guess the most talked about elements to it are Mark Hamill being in it, which I don't think should surprise too many people, but it's official now. Um, Carrie Russell, which again, there were lots of reports for that and Carrie Fisher being in it from previously recorded foot or recorded, but unreleased footage. Um, that they're going to use because from what I saw, J.J. Abrams basically said, we're not going to write her out, uh, we're not going to CG her, and we're not going to recast her. So that was the only option that we had left. Um, and, and it happened to work with Billy Lord's Blessing. So that was kind of my really brief summary of the cast. But what were your thoughts when you guys went through it? The cast list? Yeah. Where, where's Gwendolyn Christie? I mean, weren't they supposed to, like make it final an episode? I mean, I know we've had that discussion about how it's not necessarily final, but wasn't the idea that that really was the end for Phasma? I think probably. I think it's probably the end for our friend Phasma, which bums me out. I hope it's not. I hope uh, this is all a big swerve mystery box kind of deal. And she comes back uh, better than ever. I would not. Five minutes before she gets Kennedy again. I would would not uh, put it past Abrams or Star Wars or anybody. Uh... If you guys are, anyone's familiar with Alias, with his first big uh, action-y thing, uh, there was Evil Marcy, I believe is what I refer to her as. I don't remember the name of the actual character, but she was played by, uh, oh, who's uh, Ketsu uh, in Rebels? Uh, Why can't I think of her name right now? Awesome actor. She was in um, Serenity and Firefly. Used to be married to Lawrence Fishburne, I believe. Gina Torres? Gina Torres. Oh. Maybe maybe she still is. Yeah, I believe uh, I believe that is correct. I'm not familiar I with suits that. beyond some of the people in it. I'm glad you know suits. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad somebody does um, it, it, on the podcast. No, uh, yeah, she played like this crazy bad guy who eventually had like her face swapped with the with Sydney Bristow's best friend. Uh, spoilers for Alias. If you haven't seen Alias yet, <laughs> it's been decade over a decade. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, it was like a kind of an old school comic booky soap opera twist where it's like, oh yeah, this person's not only back from the dead, but they stole somebody else's face. So it's like, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. It's Star Wars anyway. Plus that kind of st- stuff in his action stories. It would it would be classic Abrams to not 
tell us she's in it and then have her show up. I've also seen the same, you know, not just Abrams, but also like Force Ghosty, Star Warsy spoilers in general. But people have been like, oh, I guess this means there's no way Hayden Christensen will show up. But you'll remember it's only making Star Wars and Frank uh, Oz's like very unsubtle, like, I can't tell you I'm not in it, blah, 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 like whatever. <laughs> like his, let's just say I have, I'm contractually obligated to not say something, like, which again, make, I think we said at the time, he gave it away because you, you don't sign NDAs to say you're not in something for the most part, <laughs> you know? Like, right. like that's, even, even if you have a history with the company, they just don't, that's extra money that they have to hire a lawyer to do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, money, time, hours. effort, all that. Right. Um, so I feel like the, both Hayden Christensen and uh, Gwendolyn Christie would be good surprises that wouldn't be like very far fetched. So, and there were rumors. I, there were rumors about Ewan McGregor being in it, and he's not involved in any of this at all either. So, it, who? Ewan McGregor. Oh e- yeah. E- Ewan. <laughs> I mean, I ho- what if Carrie Russell's playing Phasma? They just recast her. That would also go with my uh, face changing idea. Mm-hmm. Really wouldn't know. Now I just really want them to do a Star Wars version of Face Off. I guess we already got that a sort of. We got the one side of that when uh when Obi became Racco Hardeen. <laughs> I kind of, I guess. No, 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 no. We need, we need like a uh, what is it? Nick Cage. No. <laughs> I mean, I Nick mean, Cage for yeah, Star Wars. Yes. No, we need Star. <laughs> we need Star Wars Freaky Friday, but Kylo and uh, Ray can switch places. Oh God. Yes. If that's yes. not already fan fiction out there, then I'm shocked <laughs> and disappointed in the fan fiction community <laughs> if there's not already a body swap. Also, yeah. now I can't I can't stop thinking of the uh, the short-lived, I believe it was only one season, Ben Stiller show, and it's one of the only shows ever to get an Emmy after it had been canceled. And I think, like, they barely, even, like, some of the episodes that won the Emmys might have, like, barely even been aired. Like, they brought it back and aired it in the summer after they'd canceled it. But... There is a there's a really great Ben Stiller sketch, uh, Ben Stiller show sketch about Metallica doing a song for like Vice Versa or Freaky Friday or like Father Like Son for body swapping movies, <laughs> and like I think the premise was sort of at the time, uh, dude looks like a lady kept playing like before Mrs. Doubtfire and whatnot. Like people, had, although I feel like maybe in today's era, like we might have finally grown past the ubiquitousness of dude looks like a lady always showing up like every few years. Like maybe we're done with the, how hilarious is it that a man dresses as a woman uh, movies? But I think the idea was that there's always going to be those body swap movies. So Metallica uh, did a very, very literal theme song, like father switching places with son, <laughs> like the name of the song or whatever. But now, now I'm just going to have that in my head and maybe I'll have to find that video and tweet it from the podcast account because <laughs> I would like to think of Metallica scoring that scene in, in a episode nine where they switch bodies. So if it's not Ray and Kylo, who could we have as a body swap thing for star Wars? C3PO and R2D2. Oh, that Ooh. would be good. Actually. <laughs> to hear R2's voice. Maybe that'd be cool. Yeah. And, and he's just, he just be an a-hole. They could almost get away with that too, with like a, a modulation swap or something. I like that. I'm trying to think of who else would be cool. Another good one would be like C-3PO and Chewbacca would be funny. <laughs> like like aggressive 3PO? Well, and just like, like hearing Chewbacca like speak, but then having just like the really whiny, like irritated Chewbacca, but just with the, with his, uh, <laughs> you know, growls, but just in the tone of, of Anthony Daniels. Yeah, so that is pretty good. Okay. Um... Well, any other thought? I mean, that wasn't a huge discussion, but any other thoughts about the cast? I, I know the major things: Billy D. Williams, Kerry Russell. We've already talked about that. Yeah, um, a few new people that are that are cool, that, that look right. interesting. One who was on an episode of uh, Doctor Who with the woman who plays Shuri in Black Panther, which is kind of cool. Uh, is one of the new cast members. Uh, what's her name? I'm looking it up right now. Do you have the list, Tim? I did, but I don't right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see. <laughs> um, while he's looking it up. How about Richard Grant? Yeah. That, that, I've heard people saying that they think he's going to be a Hondo, which I think is like a pretty giant leap. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. 
And would it be cool? Sure. But is it in any way like definitely what's going to happen? I don't think so. <laughs> I, somebody, I don't. somebody else said Hux's dad. Huh. Brendel Hux? Isn't that his name or something? Yeah, it could be. I, I mean, just a shot in the dark here. What if it's a, a brand new character? What if I don't think the same so, character yeah. from, from uh, Warlock? Mm-hmm. What if it's a all character you, from... All you people who've seen Warlock know what I'm saying. What if it's a character from Willow? I'd uh, be very show. happy. Yeah. I'd <laughs> be super, super pleased with this. I mean, I, I don't know. What do you think the chances are of it being an original character for Episode Nine versus somebody with some sort of tie, whether it's Hux's dad or Hondo or whatever? What chance do you think it is that it is someone with some sort of tie already? I think... I don't know, man. Like 50-50? It's probably a new character. Like 75% new character, 25% old or connected. Because it's so easy to, to have a new person cast in a Star Wars movie and kind of run wild with who they could be in connection with what we already know. But... I mean, oh, remember when Max von Sydow was, uh, for some reason, a white dude playing Boba Fett? <laughs> like, 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 <laughs> well, like they have that. You have... Um, uh, when Donald Gleason was first cast, he was supposed to be everybody's son. Um, <laughs> I mean, but you know, like, 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 like Arnold Schwarzenegger in twins where he had like eight dads, right? That's what you meant. Everybody's sure. Son. Yeah. <laughs> I but, figured out the, the actor who I was looking for, Naomi yeah. Aki and oh, the yeah. episode of Dr. Who I was thinking of from, uh, let me see three years ago was also one of the ones starring, uh, Maisie Williams from game of Thrones. And it, and it had, uh, like I said, uh, it had a couple other big names in it, or now big names, like Letitia Wright from Black Panther. So that's kind of cool. Um, but she should be, I mean, I'm assuming a new character, like you said, although in the fandom there's probably a huge list of all the people she's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. But I think she's gotten a lot of uh, interest in... I believe, or a lot of like good comments about it. 2016 Lady Macbeth. She was one of the main characters in a BBC production of, uh, of Lady Macbeth. And you know, I did see also with uh, Carrie Russell. I was seeing some people say, I'm sure you have too, that uh, she's going to be Mom. playing. Well, yeah, but uh, Mara Jade too. Both, both those things. Yeah, and, um, and I'm like, can you just like you know let it rest? Perhaps just an idea. Mama Jade. um yeah i don't know i think i think the cast list is a little bit underwhelming for the most part but if you think if you think about it i mean when uh, imagine we were watching uh imagine they announced the cast list for return of the jedi it wouldn't be anything surprising back in the day either right (gasps) who is this ian mcdermott (laughs) i bet you he's gonna play luke's dad wait (laughs) I'm confused. He's Han's grandpa. Um, no, uh, yeah, we're all the worst as far as fandom goes with that stuff. I do think too. I, I remember reading it as was happening on Twitter. Carrie Russell's name wasn't in it when they first published the article. Like they immediately edited yeah. it. Yeah. In real time, and stuff so, because people were like, "Oh, I guess that Carrie Russell story was bull." And then like two seconds later, it was like Carrie Russell confirmed, and, like from the same account. And I was like, I, "What's going on?" I, I'd heard what something. I heard something about they left her out on purpose originally because her contract wasn't technically finalized yet. But then, like shortly after, well, it was. Well, why wouldn't you wait two hours? I yeah. I mean, that's I just I the excuse that, that I read. But- if that's true, then that's bad websiting on their part. <laughs> like, you know? I, I don't know. I don't know. But She's it, supposed it, to be signing the deal today, but let's just go ahead and release the casting news without her. Nobody's like, going to give a crap about Star Wars casting news if it's not before noon Pacific time. <laughs> like, Here's an addendum to the casting list. Uh, Carrie Russell. If we do that 15 minutes later, people are not going to care. Like, uh, they'll be in the middle of their lunches. <laughs> Everybody knows anyway. You know, I'm I'm oddly excited more than any other more than any other character for the return of Billy Lord. I, I would love for them to some way if they can make her act, uh, Princess Leia's daughter in some way, that'd be great. But I know they can't. <laughs> no, I'm just it, trying to I'm be, trying to imagine what that reveal would be like without Han. Well, I mean, you'd think Han might. I don't know. It'd be weird. 
<laughs> I don't know how that works that one out. But if but, anyone can do it, it's Star Wars, right? And like, I don't know. It's not that weird when you think about Leia's. Oh yeah, she's your sister. <laughs> like, well, well, just because I mean, they haven't said it yet doesn't mean it. It you know doesn't. It's not true. Oh, by the way, we haven't said it in the previous two episodes, but this is also my daughter. Well, it's just like we were talking about before, like. I wasn't trying to harp on it too much. I was just saying it reminded me of comic booky stuff, like with the with the idea of the characters being uh, re- uh, returned, whether it's Admiral Statura, is that his name? Yes. Or or uh, or hopefully, in addition to Snap Wexley, uh, we will get uh, a return of Jess Pava. Although Wait, I don't think it, that's going to happen. Is that is that the way we're uh, pronouncing his name now? I think that's the way I'm going to. Do. <laughs> Snap Wexley. <laughs> <laughs> I like every, that every time we every time we mention it, we got to go uh, 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 snap Wexley. I don't know if you guys have seen the most recent crap. I'm going to take a slight, just a brief, very brief, slight diversion. But just that voice. That's how I hear everything from uh, the the people who are like sort of going after our friends in the Making Star Wars Network who were sicked <laughs> on by the uh, Rebel Force Radio guys. That's how I read everything that they write, basically. And and the, the, their current attack on the Muppet Babies, I resent in many ways, because now I'm seeing all sorts of stuff in my timeline. I'm like, what kind of adult man even cares about the Muppet Babies? The answer is me. I care about the Muppet Babies. But you know what? I'm not an idiot. And like, I, I, literally, the argument is like, they made up a girl character just to add more girls. I'm like, you mean like Skeeter? The original Muppet Babies? This is not even a discussion. Like, like this is like, this is the, what they do. <laughs> this is what... Kids programs do. There's nothing wrong with it. It's what it's all how it's always been done. People are stupid. Uh, end of mini rant about Muppet Babies. Everyone should watch Muppet Babies. If you got little kittens, especially. I was gonna say, I, I am not afraid to admit I have no idea what you're talking about. You're lucky, man. You're lucky. <laughs> I don't know why people keep I I follow too many people who engage with uh douchebags all the time. <laughs> They're people I like, but like there's get, there's there's a good term that's come out of this, though. Uh, diversity Muppet. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a solid term. It's just it's so like wacky that it's like what? It's, it's a what? <laughs> to be fair, like they've always been about diversity. Gonzo's about weirdo representation. <laughs> but even but even then, it's it's not it's not diversity in the in the typical term. It's like they're they're Muppets. <laughs> it's it's like they're all diverse. Well, and the idea of being outraged about a woman Muppet is just like they've all. There's always been women, you know. It's like well, Janice yeah. or, 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 or Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy, like who? Gives a- well, even yeah. so, like maybe- I'm sure Janice, Miss Piggy are both voiced by men. <laughs> so well. maybe that's. <laughs> but they're awesome. But just the fact that you've got the 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 main the, the main uh, uh, trinity of of Muppets is, you know, Kermit, Fozzie Bear, Miss Piggy, and they don't look anything alike. They're all different colors. They're different. different uh, yeah, different animals. They're they're not the same gender. It's like okay, so what? What the hell's a diversity muppet then? Really? No, it's, it's definitely yeah, no. It's freaking out about nothing. It's like, can you believe this penguin is a girl muppet? And just like I loved, I, I love too. Like the question of like I read the earnest discussion of like, well, and what's where this muppet go? The whole idea of the Muppet Babies. We know, you know, the Muppets grow up in the Muppets. I guess she must have died. It's like. So is Skeeter dead? Is is Scooter's sister dead too? Because she was in the original Muppet Babies and not in anything else. Like they mentioned her. So again, none of it makes any sense. It's like literally any if, if you introduced a girl superhero into Superman, this is like the the like the analogy that comes to mind. It's not cool. But if you introduce Supergirl, that's cool because at least she's related to Superman. <laughs> like it's like that doesn't make any sense. Do you ever do you ever wish that like you know? Um, Let's, let's say Phantom Menace was introduced just now. What the outcry would be about Yaddle? <laughs> oh, every everyone would have a lot to say about Yaddle, I'm sure. Oh man, why they have to force this Lady Yoda down our throats? <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. That's what they they freak out about anything. Like they're afraid of their own I'm, shadow. You know, and, and the thing is, is that everybody knows. I, I you know I definitely I definitely lean. Lean right as far as the political spectrum goes, but good God, I'm I'm sick of it all. <laughs> I'm sick. I, I'm sick of everything. I just I just want to watch a movie. 
Well, and you've never not, been against not, not a, women or or not white dude as as his heroes. Like you, you always like Leia and Lando. You know, like you, you're see, you're more conservative, my, but you're my not favorite, like my favorite new character from. You know, it doesn't mean anything, but my favorite new character from from the new trilogy is Finn. I don't have anything against anybody being. You know, your your favorite character is who your favorite character is. Absolutely, I, and I don't get I don't get mad that Holdo wears a dress because you know Mon Mothma wore a pretty sweet dress for a time. No, and even though you, you you do lean towards you know more conservative stuff, like we were talking about before the James Mangold rumor came and went, you know, like I think you've brought up to me, like, hey, wouldn't like a Boba Fett movie make a lot of people happy because it would be representation plus it would be uh, a character that like people like you and like classic old school fans like, like it would be like a like it would appeal to more than one group, and like I feel like that's that that's what we should be getting from these sorts of conversations. It's like let's just try and think about things. Logically and not like, I don't know, take everything as an insult because sometimes people might just have not thought about something which they could do better and try and think about something. And sometimes it might be, you know, hateful and we should analyze it. But like at the same time, I don't yeah, know. I'm not, everybody's I'm not looking, oversensitive. You know? I'm not looking I, at Carrie Russell being being cast in Star Wars as, oh, my God, there's a woman being cast. I'm looking at it as. Holy crap! She was really good in the Americans. I didn't think she could act because uh, I didn't like uh, was it Felicity or whatever. Yeah, no that desire, was not no that was desire not to JJ's watch that best show. work, you know. Yeah, I had no, I had no desire to watch that show. But I've seen her in Americans, and she can act, and she can kick butt. And so, if she's anything close to that in Star Wars, cool. I did, I, I did watch uh, Alias, uh, Alias, uh, Felicity, not through the end, but through the first couple seasons, and it's like the most like people. I've watched a lot of CW or WB shows in, over over the years. I was a teenager when they came out. I was I was the same age as the characters in Dawson's Creek were supposed to be, which I'm like seven to eight years younger than most of them. <laughs> I think they, they were much older than they, than they were playing. But like all the, all that stuff, Felicity was peak stereotypical WB like drama. Like the character literally moved to New York from her hometown to follow the guy she had a crush on that she'd never really talked to. And then immediately falls in love with another dude and then him and back and forth. And it's just like the most like stereotypical, like privileged college student relationship drama like you could imagine. It's like, I have no real problems. Nobody loves me. Everybody loves everybody's so attractive. Like, like, you, you, should, uh, you should try watching Regarding Henry. I just watched it the other day. That, that was JJ's movie. first thing, right? It was very first credit. Yeah, it's, it's on Amazon. Holy crud. I remember watching it as a kid, and it was like heavy as hell. Like it's it like such a good movie, though. It is a good movie, but when you okay, look, good or bad, you know, as we get older, you cannot watch anything through the same lens. So, so whether I agree, disagree, whatever, with you know uh, the state of our media and all that, you see things differently. So, so when the character of who is it, uh, the guy, the the rehab guy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh man, he, 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 you couldn't have that character now. He's constantly he would be fired for being a sexual predator. <laughs> he is constantly every girl that walks by looking good, Crystal. Oh, mm-hmm. I forgot about that. You're right. And he's like, I, I got me some of that. He's like talking to to Henry, going to see her. Yeah, I had that. It's like, dude, this is tough. You know, and at the time, I never thought anything of it. But watching it now, it's like, ooh. That, that okay. reminds me of the uh, of the Dave Chappelle bit about watching stuff from, like, one of his really old routines. And from, I think, either late 90s or early 2000s. It's about watching stuff with his nephew. It was before he was married or had kids. And uh, he was saying, watching kids stuff, he's like, I never realized it before. But he had some joke about Sesame Street. But it's mostly a joke, but a little bit true about how they, like, they yelled at Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> it's like, Oscar, you're a grouch. And he's like, you know, like bitch, I live in a trash can. <laughs> like, nobody's helping me, <laughs> like, was, was the response. And it's like, it's true. They're all yelling at this dude who's literally homeless <laughs> and <it's> like <laughs> kind of messed up. But the really screwed up thing is that I'd never thought about until he mentioned it was, uh, was Pepe Le Pew. And he's like, Pepe Le Pew is a freaking like date rapist. Like he's oh, yeah. for- he just forces oh, himself yeah. on that cat. Like it's crazy. And like little kids are like laughing about it. And then we and we don't think about it because everybody, you know, all our dads told us, you know, no means no, and we learned it. But then like a bunch of these dudes 
in real life didn't. <laughs> you know, they all heard this. They all heard the same stuff we did. So maybe I don't know. Maybe they're dumber and they absorbed this awful stuff. You know, it's like subtle that we 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 were like, no, that's obvious. You don't do that. That's obviously wrong. <laughs> but other people are like, no, that's a. Uh, it's my model. That's my lesson. Like, <laughs> and they watch it regarding Henry and take it as like a no. That's the guy. That's the guy I'm going to be like. <laughs> well, you look at it. What is it? Uh, oh God, it, it, it's not. It's it's not as bad. Uh, but you can look at it as uh, what is it? Speedy Gonzalez. Yes. Uh, no, that one is weird. I remember it. Uh, it's still one, good. It's one still of, good. One of the first ones, and I've heard. I I grew up with all. Latino friends growing up and like there was mixed. I remember being in like high school and when people started to get more political and, and, and when we had an idea of what PC and what sensitivity I think was in a way we didn't before, both as a culture and just us with the age we were like having discussions about it. And some of them were like, I hate Speedy Gonzalez. He's racist. And some of, some of the same like kids who were also Mexican American were like, I love him. Like he's awesome. <laughs> and there was, it, it, there was, it was not agreement, but my favorite, but they brought up like, the both the negative and the positive. I remember there's one or two episodes of, with him in particular where it's like he comes up. They all talk about him before he appears. All these other Mexican American mice or Mexican mice, and they're talking about how awesome Speedy Gonzalez is. And someone says, "Oh, I know Speedy Gonzalez. He's friends with my sister." And as everyone, and someone's like, "He's friends with everyone's sister." As one of the guys <laughs> says, "It's just like." No, like Speedy Gonzalez gets around. And it's, like, it's, just, it's not as bad as Pepe Le Pew, but it is just like, no, that guy's a, that guy's a, he dates a lot. <laughs> like women like women like Speedy Gonzalez. It's not as good as Slowpoke Rodriguez, though. That, <laughs> that guy. Is, uh, is that you actually? Did... Yes. Vague... That's his nemesis, right? <laughs> no, he's just he's just the reverse of. He's he's just Speedy Gonzalez, but really slow. So he talk he talks with a he talks with a really a caricature uh, uh, Mexican accent, but it's really slow. Oh, it's no great. Sure. You, you gotta watch it. It's it's. I have vague you know. memories. That that's a legit Warner Brothers character, though, right? Or Hanna Barbera? Oh yeah. No, he's he's legit Warner Brothers character. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Man. Oh yeah, because because for some reason, every once in a while, Sylvester was tasked with bo- Border Patrol. <laughs> we gotta watch these then. It's true though. Don't don't you remember? Like he had to protect the cheese. He had to protect American cheese from Mexicans. Is this the problem with Trump? Did Trump just watch too many Speedy Gonzalez cartoons as a kid? And he's like, I'm getting the wrong messages from this. Like I need to I need to watch this now. Oh, oh! I wish I wish I was joking. I wish that was not an actual memory of an actual cartoon, but I remember it. So so getting getting back to Star Wars, what's what's our thoughts about the whole? The conclusion of the Skywalker saga. People have pointed out that this has happened over and over again, but I I would point out that like, yeah, but every time before it ended, like they're not ending this time. They're keeping on going with Star Wars, and they're not firing everyone who's making it. So I think they might mean it. <laughs> like, that doesn't mean it's permanent. I get that. I read superhero comic books. None of it's permanent. Eventually, when we're all dead, they're gonna reboot. It'll be like uh, Channing Tatum's kid will play Luke Skywalker. I'm sure, but. Until that day comes, I think, I don't know, maybe it'll be over for a while. Well, I mean, because, I mean, episode nine, of course, still has it, not just because of Mark Hamill, but with Adam Driver, right? Kind yeah. of having that line. And didn't they say that they're taking the break, doing the other series, whatever, but eventually down the line, they're going to bring back the Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver, John Boyega characters for yeah. episode 10? I thought they said I don't I don't think they said those exact words, but at one point Catherine Kathleen Kennedy, right before they said the Ryan Johnson separate uh-huh. trilogy announcement, she said that I believe her exact words were I don't remember by the character order, but it was something around the line along the lines of Finn, Poe, and Ray's story uh, okay. will continue past yeah. the saga or past they, episode nine. Right. Yeah, they didn't say ten. And there was no Adam Driver included in that announcement yeah, Kylo at all. Was right. not mentioned. It was specifically our three heroes, which to me, it makes me just feel like they're going to live. <laughs> makes me very happy because I don't want, I swear, if Finn or Poe dies, I'll be annoyed. Just like, as soon as she makes that announcement, JG's like, you know, hey, let me call you real quick. I have an idea. <laughs> oh, what if you just saved Poe and in, in, in Seven to kill him now? It'd be so mean. Yeah. After Poe actually got development, I like him. <laughs> I think he's pre- pretty swell. What if uh, what if uh, episode uh, nine opens with Ray waking from a dream and she's still en route to uh, Acto? 
Achito. I think that then all those remake uh, yeah. <laughs> Jedi guys would be so happy. They're going to sit okay. up and cheer. I got followed by a dude the other day or an account that was like the first Jedi script or something. And it was a parody last Jedi thing. And everything about it was written with a super positive tone. It was like, I'm like you. I like Star Wars and everything about Star Wars. But it was always like the actual content of them were as if they were one of the remake The Last Jedi guys. They were like, this movie's super divisive. I love everybody, but I hate Brian Johnson. It was was super weird. And like it was not – as subtle as it meant to be, <laughs> I, I immediately, uh, what do you call it? Soft blocked them. I, fo- I blocked and unblocked them so they would not be following me anymore. Cause I don't need that. I don't need, I don't need, uh, fake last Jedi scripts and people who are so pleased with themselves for their, their parodies. And that's why you love going to Twitter. You love to have fake scripts for star Wars movies all over the place. Right. Hey, I know you like to write fake scripts, but <laughs> but whatever happened to that? We're moving on. Um, <laughs> so one of the other things that we can uh, get to is a recent report from Jason at MakingStarWars.net. And that is, it's not very substantial. Like, uh, the reason, it, <laughs> I don't want it to discredit, I don't mean to say this isn't, worthy of discussing because it is but if you're like oh so concerned about spoilers for episode nine i don't think this is that big of a deal but they're getting reports that episode nine is going to be filming in jordan um and part of the reason that's interesting is because that was one of the like the finalists for where they were going to film jakku before abu dhabi kind of worked out better but then for rogue one and Jeddah, they used uh, jordan for that and now they're looking to go back to Jordan for episode nine filming. So again, that, that could mean anything. It could mean that they're going to Jakku again. It could mean they're going to Jeddah. It could mean that they're having a flashback or it could mean there's a new planet. Like that's what I mean. It could be anything at this point, but the possibilities of them maybe returning to Jakku or something. And that, that's a cool idea. I think I like the way Tim says Jakku. What? Just want to point that out. Isn't the wrong with it? It's not George Jakku. Isn't isn't it like Jakku? That's what I'm saying. Jakku. All right. That's right. That's the one. I don't think I don't I don't think it's Jakku, and I don't think it's uh, uh, Jedi. I think it's Tatooine. Man, it'd be pretty. It'd be pretty cool if it was Tatooine. I was wondering if you're gonna bring that up, man. No, I didn't even like. I hadn't thought about that. That would be kind of awesome, though. I'm with you. I'm with who, you, Mark. That was my first thought when Tim started this conversation. Who would go there, though? Like, would we see Luke? Luke would send her to uh, to Obi Wan's hut, maybe, or his his old house. Like, would it be that? Would it be that um, Kylo slash Ben goes there to connect with? He is a Skywalker, Vader uh, right? uh, worshiper oh, where, where Anakin cool, grew up, or whatever. How cool would it be if he went to try to connect with Anakin, and then uh, Hayden's Force Ghost did show up, and he was like. You stupid screw up! Like, <laughs> like, like, you messed it all up. You got none of it right. I was the chosen one. <laughs> be so cool. Yeah, that that would be cool. But but that's and the then, then Obi Wan shows up too, and it's just like, yeah, nope. Like I washed my hands of the whole situation. <laughs> Do you like, think they would be okay? So here's the thing: if running with the idea that it's tattooing, it could very well be the, like the Lars Homestead or something like that. They could if they wanted to try to do like a Moss Eisley thing. What do you think the chances are? I mean, why would it be Moss Eisley? Well, well, I'm, well, because I'm just mentioning that because of my next point, which is I, I don't think this would happen. But do you think JJ would be even would he even consider sending Kylo to Moss Espa for yes. like Anakin mm-hmm. scavenger hunt or something? <laughs> scavenger hunt? No, I, I just mean like you know like a highlights best of Anakin's life, and he went to Moss Espa. <laughs> He goes to the to the racetrack and just looks around, and you he hears like faint roaring of the crowd. It's like <sighs> the faint roaring of the pod racers going past. Yeah, yeah, and he's just like he just nods and he's like, yeah. I mean, do you think I'm gonna, He's like, I'm gonna quit everything and I'm gonna race pods. <laughs> <laughs> King of the racetrack, but no. Do you really think that there's yeah, a chance JJ would even consider anything Moss Espa related? I don't think that there's probably a, a chance that jj's actually gonna have kylo give it all up to pursue race <laughs> well yeah not that part 
I mean, I just because I feel like the most like if it is tattooing, the most likely thing is going to be the Lars Homestead because that's still there, right? It, it, can't you still go to the original building that's still there? Yeah, it's. It, I think it's been converted into a hotel or something. I think that's where uh, Gareth uh, Edwards yeah. stayed. Yeah, he went for his was like 18th birthday or something like that. Thirtieth, I believe, with his girlfriend. I think at the time, I thought I thought that was the story. He might have got maybe he went twice or something because I seem to remember he was like a teenager or something. He went and then he spilled the blue milk on the uh, ground or whatever and stained it. It's probably true. Jared, you scare me. How so? Because <laughs> Tim's like, I think you went there for his thirtieth birthday. Jared's like, no, eighteenth with his girlfriend. It's like um, you, you, everything is clue for you. It was in the study with a knife. <laughs> you, you have way too much information, Jared. You're piecing everything together. Before you know it, you're going to know everything I've done. <laughs> hey, I, uh, as, as our friend uh, Tim knows, I am, what do you call it? Uh, Star Wars Twitter Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, but yes. I think the pro- Jared, even more and more, you're getting less and less sleep. So I think you're jacked in somewhere and, and you're starting to like all the, your brain's going to get big. Like now who's the robot? Your cra- no. Yeah. He's not the robot. Yeah, he's just he's leader. Hey, Goblin, LA times interview just over a decade ago for his 30th birthday. Edwards made a pilgrimage to Tunisia uh, to visit. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, he mentioned this at the, uh, the panel that, uh, were you, were you at that one Mark or is that the one you missed? Tim, Jared's not reading anything. This is all from memory. <laughs> Sorry, no, I was. I don't think it was that that one. That was the one where we had the the cool weird trailer, right? That was the last one, and uh, was it uh, the panel for where we got the Force Awakens trailer? No, not that, that one, but the same year, the same celebration. Yeah, I was there. That, I was there. I was there that year. But you weren't the. Uh, were you at the Edwards panel? No. Yeah, I thought that was the one that you missed, the one big one, because man, we were gonna get what's his face's announcement. Because I was wasn't, thinking about that. Wasn't People, Trank at that panel too? He was supposed to be, but they said he got a sick, upset stomach. Oh, it was actually that they were firing him. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so that's because someone was saying, oh, I bet they won't, there won't be any big announcement on Sunday or Monday uh, celebration this year. Because this year it's going to go through Monday, which is weird. Uh, but they were, some, someone was saying that, and I was thinking about it, like, but they were going to announce the Boba Fett movie with Trank, but they didn't because he got fired. <laughs> so unless they fire someone, maybe they will announce something big, like a new movie. Because they got to know what's coming next. I don't think they're going to let Celebration in and let and let Episode Nine come and not tell us. I, if they did, that would be amazing marketing to make us wait that long. And then what, right after Nine comes out, be like, this is what's next. Because there is... <laughs> There is resistance. There is Clone Wars coming back. There is stuff. I mean, we're going to get stuff between then and Celebration probably and a lot at Celebration about Favreau's show, I'm sure. Like, there's a lot to tell us to keep us excited. So I don't know. And you're sounding more and more like Jeff Goldblum. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum was an extremely positive effect. Like He had a demonstrably positive effect on my life, meeting Jeff Goldblum. I recommend everybody do it. He's magical. He hugs you, compliments your shirts and stuff. Like he's really nice. He'll take pictures. Let me, like video. He's a nice dude. Let me go Did sign like up him? on meetjeffgoldblum.com. It's not that hard. It's not. It's like relatively inexpensive. I highly recommend it. Come to LA. He plays all the time. <laughs> meet Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. That's my. That's my. That's my endorsement. Come to LA. Meet Jeff Goldblum. The world's falling apart. Do before it does. <laughs> Well, you have a chance. I really need you to now head meetjeffgoldblum.com and make t-shirts and everything. I'm, I'm totally into that. I think he'd be into it, too. Did you guys see that? I think it's, was it the National Geographic Channel? It's going to do a show where it was described as him looking surprised at everything. <laughs> like, he's just going to go around and react to stuff. I love it. I hope the I, I hope the premise is like Jeff Goldblum is like an alien and he just has to figure out what Earth is like. Because that was how I was introduced to him. Along with uh, with Damon Wayans and and uh, what's his face, Jim Carrey in Earth Girls Are Easy. Well, that's way back. Yeah, don't you remember that movie? Man, my parents were awesome. I was like five, and they're like, "Yeah, this movie sounds like an appropriate title for <laughs> watch with the whole family." I feel like a little bit they were just like, "We're we're not into censorship," and a little bit they were like, "I got a teenager." Had another little kid, and I got this tour. Like, I'm not thinking about. I'm not overthinking it. <laughs> I'm not like, like, we'll just let the oldest one pick. 
one of the one of the first movies my parents ever uh, rented when you know this is back when you had to rent a vcr because they were too expensive oh snap. Um, <laughs> yeah they they turn we, we'd watch uh, the Cheech and chong movies my my uh, my parents never really had a problem with uh, me watching that they'd love it they'd watch it with me they're very much anti-drugs <laughs> extremely but they thought those movies were the funniest things ever no, no, I remember, like, similarly watching movies like that, watching older ones, and then, like, as they were coming out, I'm a, you know, a little bit younger than you, and so when I was a teenager and, like, Kevin Smith's movies were first coming out, I ended up, like, watching all those, I believe I may have mentioned before, being, I think I was, like, 14, maybe, I think I was 14, uh, and, I, and seeing Chasing Amy in the theater with my mom, and just being like, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> they are talking about lots of graphic uh, lesbian sex stuff, and my mom is sitting next to me. We're sharing popcorn. <laughs> I'm 14. <laughs> like, this is not my ideal weekend moment. <laughs> but, but at the same time, it's a good memory now because I had a cool mom. And uh, yeah. So I think everybody, you should just let your kids read whatever you want. That's my recommendation. Also, I studied uh, childhood development. So I have uh, expertise on how it'll mess up your kids just right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Snap Wexley. Yeah. <laughs> Back to Snap Wexley. <laughs> Snap Wexley. No, but we, um, this is going to sound so abrupt for everybody listening, but, um, schedule wise, we are getting close to kind of where we're going to have to be done for tonight. So are there any things that, uh, we didn't get to that you felt you needed to discuss for this week or, I mean, I thought there was some announcement that you were going to share with us that we didn't know. Yeah, it, was like, it wasn't an happening? announcement. I was saying I didn't know if you read Jason's article about the Jordan stuff or not. You oh, did. That's what that was. Yeah, you covered that one. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, or Tatooine, Mos Espa, Mos Eisley, all it's all of it. The movie's gonna be a like highlights tour of Tatooine. Kylo tours Tatooine, and oh, it's gonna be three D. That's a T shirt right there. Yeah. I just I can see like an Kylo image tours. of like. I can just see, you know, one of those spots where like he just walks down to the middle of the racetrack and he looks around and the camera like pans around him in a giant circle and it spins outward as it does and it's just like he's just like amazed. <laughs> I really want to. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! It'll be a field of dreams moment, but with that'll be when he sees the force ghost and he like, comes out and he's just like, <laughs> "You dumbass!" <laughs> and then like he, he sees a binary sunset and he tries to recreate. It. He's like, "Oh wait, sorry, wrong Skywalker." What do you think uh, the odds are of a of a with all the force backs and whatnot and like the storytelling being different than past Star Wars movies at this point with uh with seven and eight? What do you think of the chances we might get a flashback with Han, a sneak, no. since he's buddies with JJ? You no, know, you don't think you don't think it's a chance? Uh, you mean like the aging Han? I don't know. I, I was that, thinking, that, yeah, with like young Kylo. Man, good God, the de aging. I want them <laughs> to go back and and fix Tron Legacy now. <laughs> right, right. Wouldn't that be just great? Because they don't even need to do the whole movie. Because because all the ones where he's Clue, where he's the robot, you know, that's that's. I think they should just leave that because it's cool, but it's like weird, you know, because he's supposed to be right. uh, yeah, an it's avatar. Supposed to be off. But all, but all you need to do is fix like the like what twenty five minutes total of him with a uh, young whoever played Garrett Hedlund as a kid. I don't know. I don't know the kid's I don't even name. No, for twenty five minutes. I think it's like one scene. It's so short. It's so short. I think there might be a couple clips like throughout after that scene in the beginning but like oh i'm 100 percent with you they could make that movie go from like awesome to perfect if they just do that <laughs> like like because that mean, whole the, the, that that ant-man michelle pfeiffer and uh, michael douglas oh i still need to see the new one like the, yeah, the first one seen it. the first one he is so much better than tron it's like i feel like the the steps go tron first ant-man and then tony stark in civil war like they just get better and better and better at the de-aging and yep. and so I'm excited. Yep. I'm excited to see Ant Man and, and the Wasp. I, I mean, for several reasons. I, I need to see that. I, I was debating seeing that. And, and sorry to bother you, but I haven't yet. I need to see both those. I you uh, know I still haven't even seen Ready Player One yet, and that's out now. So I should look into that because I really wanted to see that movie, and I haven't. So. Is it still in the theater anywhere? No, no. It's it's no. Um, you're like done. on a video, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're done. You yeah. just go rent it now. Yeah, I'm gonna have to there. do that. 
Uh, you could stream that probably. Yeah. Okay, so so one quick question before we go. I don't know if you guys are up on your uh, your canon, your literature canon, because uh, I'm I'm getting back into audiobooks. Um, I'm trying to listen to different things. So all those uh, preludes and interludes and sideludes from the aftermath three books. Did anything come of those? Not as like, far as I know. Like, were they hinting whether it's Boba Fett or somebody new has armor or right. the ranker keeper taking, I think he steals Jabba's son or Jabba's son's left behind and he takes him to, to wet or some or whatever. I don't know. I did look into specifically the Boba Fett one and last I checked, which was a little while ago, but nothing else had come from that yet. Or what about the people, the, the people like who were like church of the Sith or whatever they were, they, they bought a red lightsaber I remember that one, and they like destroyed it in like tribute to Vader. I remember reading about that stuff. Yeah, I mean, we hadn't heard anything about that. Not it's that just I know out of. there. All right. No, that's a really good question, though. Like, I think that that was interesting, and the whole Boba Fett thing. You'd think that they'd address eventually. Mando armor. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it's about. And I'm gonna this... I'm gonna finally listen to the last one. I think when that's you... the one that has the Ewok. Uh, what is it? The Ewok. Um, oh, God. Support Ewoks. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, I guess. Have you read Last Shot? No. The, uh, that's one. Just a spoiler is who one of the characters is. There's a slicer who's an Ewok. And I had a little bit of an exchange with uh, the author of Last Shot on Twitter about it because I said I like that because I found it offensive, the idea that there would be like a therapy Ewok because... They're sentient. They have religion and tools. Yeah. And they make clothes and buildings. Like, 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 they're not animals. They're they're sentient creatures, like anything else in Star Wars. And he agreed. And I'd said that my whole thing was always that he's a therapist Ewok, not a therapy Ewok. It's an Ewok therapist, and it's just a mistranslation or a typo. <laughs> and he said that he he agreed with that. He was like, I, I'm with you on that. But I but I love that even better almost. But a human in Star Wars is walking around in that in that story thinking that someone's like, oh, that's your therapy, Ewok. And he like thinks it's a pet to make him feel better. But that guy is analyzing the hell. <laughs> like, he's like writing all these notes. He's like, oh, he's got all these issues with his mother. <laughs> he's, he's just really getting into it. He's not his pet. He's his freaking, <laughs> he's his freaking therapist. That'd be fantastic. Fantastic <laughs> people lay down on the couch. <laughs> I just love the idea of no one translating him. <laughs> he's just speaking to him in Ewok, and no one has any idea what he's saying. Is it the different tones of Ewok? Just feel better. He's like, I don't know what he's telling me, but I definitely e- feel better about everything afterward. <laughs> Echuta. <laughs> and then at the end, he gives you that that cookie because God, <laughs> Ewok's eating cookies or whatever it is that uh, Leia gives him is just amazing. That's so adorable. <laughs> Well, um, I guess well, one thing I have to say like, as a parting thought is that I got a tweet from somebody, and his name is Blake. And it says, I'm going to have to make good tweets every Monday if you're going to keep putting me on blast. So, <laughs> um, oh, that's fantastic. so what we're going to do is I'm going to check to see if he's had any good tweets because he threatened to have good ones. And the most recent one just says, when you're number 63 at in and out and they're calling out orders for guest number 33, and it's a gif of R2 falling down on his face. Yeah, that was pretty decent. I, I think he was proud of bad. himself with that one. Yeah, I saw that bad. tweet, and then I saw the numbers racking up, and I was like, oh, he's probably pretty proud of himself. With that one. <laughs> I'll always think of him as the guy when we go into his uh, favorite breakfast place. Everybody calls him Arctic Monkey. Because that's the shirts. Because he, all, he always wears a different Arctic Monkey shirt to the restaurant. So they all uh, they all refer to him as Arctic Monkey. How many times has he been to this breakfast place? I've been with him like a half a dozen times. I'm pretty sure he goes not every every uh, weekend, but quite frequently. He's probably he's going to have to change a lot now. Obviously, <laughs> you know, because I, I used to have my uh, my friend's dad every Sunday morning. He would go and get his LA Times. And he'd go to this one little restaurant. He'd sit there, and they already knew what to bring him, and that was his his thing. And so Blake may have this little down. This is my favorite breakfast pl- breakfast place. And then Andrea gets there, and she's like, "This is horrible." And that's like, oh, "Okay, so how's this gonna work?" <laughs> I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. 
<laughs> You're sadistic, man. <laughs> Look, that's what love is. Compromise. You you may have to you may have to lose some things for the bigger picture. I'm with you there. Because because no matter what, the one thing and she, um, she's not even gonna listen to the episode, so I can say it. The one thing <laughs> the one thing Andrea can always use, and she probably will is look, I drove cross country to be here. We're not going to your breakfast place, damn it. Well, and he has and you have to go. You're, you're what right, I like most it. about this is that you're probably I, I say probably you're right. She's not going to listen to it, and that Blake will listen to it. So he'll at least have Blake, this. Blake's in, in, not listening to it. No, he listens. Yeah, I think uh, he would. No, I know he does. So Blake, whenever she uses that, she drove cross country. You just have to say yes, dear. <laughs> I to. I'm going to really enjoy uh, being a third wheel a lot. It's going to be fun. <laughs> I'm good at it. I was the little. I was the third little brother. Uh, I was still around when my brothers were gone, so I was around my my parents. I've, I've I'm very accustomed to being a third wheel. Always have been my whole life. I'm good good now with, uh, with friends. It'll be great. Do lots of uh, like selfie photo bombs. Oh yeah, no, I'll I'll just take pictures all the time. Just me like sneaking myself between the two of them. Yeah, it'll be great. But she will love this content. This is like yeah. <laughs> yeah, she loves. She loves. Prying into her personal life. She'll be real glad we're talking about this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I guess that we are good to go now. If, if there's nothing else you're going to talk You know, even if there is something else you wanted to, to get to and discuss with the great details, um, we're not going to because we're It's time done. to do it. It's time to dig in, right? Well, feel free to talk away, but it's not going to be recorded. <laughs> and, and, and feel free, uh, listeners, to tweet us your... Uh, your Freaky Friday uh, Star Wars swaps. Yes, please do. <laughs> that would be I like awesome. that a lot. We'd like to oh, hear it. Oh, and Jesse uh, was responding because I was doing a this recording of 2187 uh, entry to the International Friends Day. He said that, that you guys aren't international friends. Uh, but uh, I, th- I was thinking of it more as like International Pancake Day or whatever. Right. International, international Handshake Day. It's not You're not celebrating all the different handshakes necessarily. Maybe you are. But you're celebrating it internationally. Right. It's, it's an international day of celebration for That's what I was friends. thinking of it as, but maybe I'm just an idiot. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was a Jeff Goldblum pause right there. You had on. I'm, I'm into it. I like I'm into this. it, too. I'm liking it. He, he's Somehow, when you touched him, you guys freaky fried it. I think he just imbues <laughs> a little bit of his uh, power on, each, on everyone he, he touches. He just makes your life a little better. Yeah, he's okay. affecting you. All right, so, so, I definitely heard the like the bling, like, like like twinkle from like uh, Back to the Future when when he hugged me. <laughs> Jesus, I was I was gonna say, Jared, this is your opportunity. Then give us your best Jeff Goldblum buy. I don't. I can't think of anything. It's uh, nothing. Nothing comes to my mind. I'm coming up go. empty. I'm coming up empty, Tim. <laughs> okay, we'll practice it for next week then. I'll have to think of something. I'll, I'll look it up. Right. I'll look up Jeff Goldblum goodbyes. <laughs> I'm sure there's I'm sure there's some sort of super cut that's hilarious somewhere. Oh, like an amazing poem or something. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, we're Do you done. Do you know something I don't about a poem? No, I'm just, I'm just I wouldn't be surprised if if you did find that. I'm gonna reverse. I'm, I'm this is I'm gonna kick it into Sherlock Holmes gear and I'm gonna find the poems that Tim wrote under a pseudonym about <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I just Google Jeff Goldblum buys, and the first thing that comes up is Jeff Goldblum absolutely loves being asked to play Jeff Goldblum, which is a Vanity Fair <laughs> article. All right, well, we got that done. All right, we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're done. Bye. Bye. Later. <laughs>